What is up, guys, and welcome to Making Moves with Mikey. I'm your host, Mikey Messina, and I just want to say welcome. Welcome if you are new to my show, and welcome back if you've been supporting and listening to this podcast. This is actually my first episode of 2021. Crazy. Waka pow. I hope everyone and their families are doing well during this time. And today, I am going to be opening up about an unfortunate experience that I went through and how I'm still going through it today. Before I go into that exactly, let's just backtrack a little bit. For those of you that may or may not know, I have a background in dancing and teaching hip hop. I started back in the late 90s as a kid, and I danced my way through my youth all the way up until my early adult years, and I decided to step away from that passion late 2019. Shortly after that, into 2020, uh, a new hobby sparked for me, and that was cycling. Happened around summertime of 2020. And this was all due to COVID. And this is really the only thing that you can do just outdoor activities or biking. And all the bike shops were sold out. It's cre- crazy for them. And the difference that it had for me specifically was that it immediately got me hooked because cycling just gave me this out-of-body experience, which reminded me a lot of how I felt when I fell in love with dance. So after a couple of weeks of just doing a lot of research with road cycling and road biking, I grew to appreciate the sport even more. And I bought my first high-end road bike. As soon as I knew it, I was into a new passion. And Fast forward to February of 2021, so last month, um, I set off on a typical afternoon recovery ride, which I do about two, three times a month, either by myself or with a couple buddies of mine. And the route itself is from San Diego Harbor. I make my way down the harbor through Seaport Village, Embarcadero. Maybe I go a little further into Barrio Logan and then I make my way back. Uh, Typical ride I do. It's roughly about 15 to 20 miles each time. I completed half of the ride, or at this point I completed half of my ride. And since it was a Saturday, it was so busy at Seaport Village. I just didn't want to bob and weave through people and um you know risk hitting somebody so i decided to go through downtown san diego through the gas lamp and as i was reaching about three-fourths of the ride on my way back to the truck i was approaching an intersection where i had a green light 
And at the corner of my eye, I could see this yellow car just moving really fast. And by the time I can take a look and even react, the car had ran their red light and met me in the middle of the intersection and struck me. I was probably going about 15, maybe 20 miles per hour. And the driver was maybe going about 25, 30 miles per hour. And once the car hit me, I flipped onto the windshield with my, and broke it with my right shoulder and my back completely shattered the driver's windshield. And then from there I was launched into the air where I did a couple flips and then I landed. So I actually landed on my feet, but it was one of those awkward landings to where I felt like Bambi and my legs just buckled. And at that point I'm like, shoot, I broke my legs. And then I fell really hard on my tailbone and my back. Um, and then, and then it whiplashed as well with my head, but good thing I had my helmet on and I was tossing and turning what I could remember of that specific moment when I was on the ground was that I was tossing and turning and I was gasping for air. It, it felt like someone just punched the life out of me and, and I could not breathe whatsoever and all i can think of during that moment was really did this happen to me like did i just really get hit by a car right now and is this real am i dreaming am i live once i was able to really understand what had just happened I started to do a self-analysis of my body while I was laying on the floor. I was wiggling my toes, moving my fingers, um, just checking for mobility in my limbs to see if I can sense any potential, you know, broken bones. But honestly, I, I just wasn't sure because I was just so traumatized. And all I knew that was that I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe well, and my whole body was just aching, and I was hurting, and I was in agony. It was a very busy intersection with a lot of bystanders, so immediately people ran up to me to try to see what was going on, and I remember clearly that there was like this homeless man that ran straight to me. He was like the first one there, and he grabbed my hand and he held my head in place and said, you got to stay with me, brother. You got to stay with me. Don't close your eyes, breathe, breathe. He was kind of just coaching me through, you know, being there and being present. And shortly after that, another bystander who addressed themselves as a physician took over for him. And she started checking for my pulse. She started just 
checking vitals to see if it was there. Um, and she also held my head stationary. Just, they were just fearing that I maybe had broken my back or something. So uh, I was just laying there stiff on the floor, aching um, until the paramedics came. And once they came, they started asking me a bunch of questions. They knew if I knew where I was, um, if I was okay, they cut up the cycling Jersey that I had that time. They took off my shoes. They took off my socks to make sure that nothing was broken. I didn't have any broken limbs or anything like that. Um, the minute they cut up my shirt, I started looking around and there was a lot of people that kind of just had this, had this like gruesome, um, reaction because I had crazy lacerations on my back from being cut up and hitting the windshield. Um, and then shortly after that, they, they put me on a gurney and I was rushed to a nearby trauma center. Um, I'm absolutely lucky and blessed to still be here to tell you guys this story. Had I probably been going slower than I was, I may have not been here right, may not be here right now. Um, all I can make of it really was that, you know, God was watching over me and gave me another chance at life um i'm sharing this not so people can feel sorry for me or tell you this whole sad story and have you guys be sad but in hopes that i can really spread awareness around being present and alert while driving without any distractions it only takes that one glance at your phone for a text that you received, or maybe a phone call, and uh, maybe a song change on your music deck that you have to do, or maybe just a quick moment where you take your eyes off of the road to completely change or take someone's life. If there's an emergency or, or something urgent that you just really need to tend to, pull over. You know, drive to the nearest parking lot and take care of whatever it is there. But make sure you're not in a moving vehicle to where you can use that as a weapon to hurt somebody. According to Outside Online, this website, there, was a, there were close to 700 deaths in 2020. And 700 was a low number. And the reason for this was because of COVID. There were less drivers on the road. So that's why that was a low number. Imagine that. In another study through the IHS website, they stated that a total of 843 bicyclists were killed in crashes with motor vehicles in 2019. Now, that, was a, that represented a 3% decrease from the 868 bicyclists 
that lost their lives in 2018. And although bicyclist deaths have increased 16% since 1975, it's increased 36% since reaching the all-time low in 2010. You know, one thing that we ought to know when it comes to a bicycle versus a vehicle is that the cyclists will always lose. Always. It's been a little over a month since my accident and my road to recovery, honestly, has not been easy. It's um, messed me up physically, uh, mentally, you know, emotionally. You know, unfortunately, it's it's going to take some time until I get back to 100%. I've been struggling with pain and and sleep since the incident, and I'm doing my best to stay positive throughout this whole experience. And although it's been tough, you know, I have a really wonderful wife who's been supporting me, caring for me, tending to me, and just loving me throughout this whole experience, who I married a week after, literally a week after that whole crash. You know, nothing was going to stop me from doing that. I just love her so much. You know, one thing I will tell you, though, is that once I heal up, and I will, um, biking is going to be far from over. I'm not going to let that incident take that away from me. Cycling's my new passion. I absolutely love and respect the sport. I'm going to continue pushing to be better than I was yesterday until I just get back on the Peloton and riding and uh, being like how I used to. I want to encourage everybody who drives to please be focused at all times and to always be aware of your surroundings. Share the road with cyclists. Be aware of different bike lanes that are present and stay away from distractions that could take your eyes and your attention off the road. And for my cycling community, be sure to always wear a helmet and also be aware of your surroundings when you guys are out on the road and ride safe always. Thank you so much for listening in. This is Making Moves and Mikey, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.